Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's time to talk about the National Football League. We're joined by Bill in Florida once again. And Bill, after a crazy week for you, welcome back to the podcast. Well, it's good to be back. And, you know, thankfully, you know, Ian didn't hit my side too too hard. It hit a bit a bit further south. And it was uh, my thoughts and prayers are out there to the people in Fort Myers and Lee County and everyone affected by the storm. Yeah, no doubt me me as well, and uh, it's good to have you back, and I know you're still having some technology challenges there in your area as well, but we'll try to get through this podcast best we can, and before we get to the picks, we're going to recap week four, and I'm going to call it juice week. The underdogs went eight and eight against the spread. The home teams went eight and eight against the number, and then the totals went eight over, eight under. Yeah, a lot of juice was lost last week, that's for sure. I felt like it was an over week because every game I bet under was flying over the total, but it ended up 8-8. Year to date now, the dogs are 36-27-1 and against the spread. The home teams are 33-30-1, and and the totals 38 to the under, 25 to the over, and one push. And then there's only one team this year with a perfect record against the spread, And I think Bill picked it at the beginning of the year. Maybe not. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're the only team 4-0 and against the number. And then the only teams completely having a one-direction total trend are Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and San Francisco. They've played four games. All four games have gone under so far this year. So those some there's some fun facts for you before we get going. Year to date on the podcast, uh, well, we're doing okay here. On my side, four and one in week one, two, and three. <laughs> week four without Bill, I dropped down to three and two. And Bill, of course, was a 58% player last year. So he's going to go on a heater right now starting this week. Bill, lead us off. What's your first play? Well, the first play I got today is uh, Thursday Night Football. Colts and Broncos, I like it under the 42 points posted. Right now, the Colts are 32, 32nd in the league, averaging 14.3 points a game. With And now Jonathan Taylor, who was in that team, is now out. And the Broncos are 30th, averaging just 16.5 points a game with now with Javante Williams, who is now out, too. I don't see how they're going to score 42 points. I think this is a, a field goal kickoff. I think this is like a a 17-13 game, but I like the under here, and the over is one in three in Broncos games this season, so I, I really don't think this is going to be, I, I don't think I'll be tuning into this game, but uh, I think it's going to go under, quite a bit under, the 42 and a half. And, and Bill, I guess I didn't realize that Denver was one and three to the under. You combine the two teams, these two teams are then one and seven to the under this year. That's kind of a crazy number that itself. Yeah, it is. It really is. But now that they're, you know, and Russell Wilson has another shoulder injury. So, you know, we don't know how effective he's going to be. 
So I, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be a really high scoring game. Well, so that's your first pick and your first action's going off Thursday night. My first game goes off Sunday and it's my first system play of the year. For those of you that remember from the podcast last year, I will always fade a team that was an underdog straight up winner the previous week that is then favored the following week on the road. Situation normally only comes up 10 to 15 times a year. This week, the Tennessee Titans, they were an underdog winner at Indianapolis last week. They're now favored on the road at Washington this week. I said I was done with Washington after last week's performance, but the system says commanders plus two and a half over the Titans this week. And I actually really like this one because the Titans have won two straight competitive games against Las Vegas and Indianapolis. Not sure if this team is actually good enough to win three straight. Meanwhile, the commanders have lost three straight. I don't think they're as bad as they've looked in the last two weeks. And remember, don't get too high. Don't get too low. It's never as good as you think. It's never as bad as you think. You toss in the fact that the Titans are scoring a touchdown on 90% of their red zone trips. The commanders have still only generated one turnover all year. Numbers even out. So once again, I'm on the commanders plus the two and a half against the Titans. Bill, who do you got for play two? You know, my second play of the week is, I don't know if anybody's been listening to me, but for the first three weeks that I was here, I picked a home dog and all three of flat out one. I picked the Bears and the 49ers over the 49ers in week one, and they won. I picked the Jags over the Colts, and they beat them 24 nothing. And then la- and then the last week before I had Hurricane Ian, I picked the Dolphins over the Ravens. And thanks to a great comeback, the Dolphins came back and won that game. Now, this week, the, the, the home team I like right now, and they're getting healthier, is the Jets at home against the Dolphins at a plus three. And I like the Jets, and I like the points. And I think the Jets are coming off a big win. Zach Wilson is back and looked great. Now, this week, the Dolphins go in. They're not going to have Tua. Plus, they may not have Jalen Waddle. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, figuring out. And I'm not a huge, big, big fan of Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't think he looked that good, but I think he's going to make it close. I just like the Jets a little bit better at home at the plus three. And the Jets are two and two against the spread this year. So they're basically a 500 team. Just a little bit of juice from Zach Wilson could do what they uh, could get them what they need. How do you feel about I, that? I think actually in the second half of that game with Wilson at quarterback, I really thought he started to figure it out. He was a much better quarterback in the second half than he was the first half, of course. And that yeah. sideline for the Jets, it's just given me that vibe that they're, they're coming around. They're starting to come together. They're not as bad of a team as I thought they were maybe were going to be before the year. And Bill, I, I can't believe I have three home dogs on my card. And I hear you pick the Jets, and I hear that you've hit three straight home dogs outright winners, and I may need to change my card, but uh, a little too late for me. Okay, here's my second pick. Um, I'm going to go with a home dog, not Bill's dog, but I'm going with the Carolina Panthers plus the six and a half over San Francisco. So once again, I will fully acknowledge the 49ers are a much better team than Carolina, but let's count the things that I have going for me. Number one, I'm getting six and a half at home. That's never a bad thing. Then I see a total of 39. I always think, okay, I'm getting six and a half and the total is only 39. That tells me something there. And then it's a short week for the 49ers coming off a Monday night victory. And that was also a rivalry victory for them. And then they make the cross country trip. All those things are in my favor. 
Then you have a Stephen A. Smith calling out Baker Mayfield this week, calling him awful and the worst quarterback in football. Their head coach, Matt Rule, informed the fan base that he would even boo the team. Yeah, it could get ugly. Rule might be interviewing for some college jobs, but with the Rams and Bucks on deck, I don't think Baker and this team is going to start one and six. I think these guys are going to be laser focused this week. I think they're catching San Francisco in the right spot. Give me the home dog, Carolina plus the six and a half. And Bill, I know your wife is from the Bay Area and I'm picking against the Niners back-to-back weeks. Tell her I'm sorry, okay? I will. I'll pass that message on. I like that pick. Thank you. I really do. I think that I think that Carolina team is right on the cusp, and I think you're right about the 49ers. I think that's a great pick. I like that. Let's um, cash it. My, there we go. Absolutely. My next pick is the Bears and the Vikings. I think they're going to go under the 44 points. I think it's a it's an awful offense for the Bears, but they have a little bit of a decent um, defense. They're actually pretty good against the pass, but they're not so good against the run. They're 30th in the NFL against the run. So I think you're going to see an awful lot of Dalvin Cook. And I think with a running game and, you know, with the Bears, you're going to see Khalil, Khalil Herbert, Herbert, sorry, you'll see him a lot. So with a run game, that's going to probably be, a, you know, effective for both teams. You're going to see a running clock. And with a running clock, doesn't come a lot of, lot of points. So I really feel like this is the game that's going to go under the 44 points. And I think it's going to be another pretty ugly game. And I have a stat here that says the under is 10 and one in the last 11 bears games when they play in October. So I like that. I think that's a pretty cool stat. That is a cool stat. And uh, I'm not going to give any commentary on that game because I've established already this season that I bleed purple and I have zero pulse on the Mm -hmm. Vikings. But if I were to pick a score in that game, I have the Vikings winning at 41, nothing because I don't (laughs) see a loss in the rest of the schedule, but just saying, there we go. Well, it is Kirk cousins and he's not on prime time. So there's a, there's a shot for that. Yeah, there you go. And that bear offense does absolutely nothing for me. No. Okay. Next game, Bill, I think you're going to like for me. My third game is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus the nine over the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm going to lead off with this, and I could end it at this. The Atlanta Falcons are 4-0 against the spread. They're the only team in the NFL perfect against the number. This is a team that was projected to have the second fewest wins in the NFL. Last week, I lost betting the Cleveland Browns against the Falcons, and Marcus Mariota went 7 for 19. 139 yards and no touchdowns. And I lost. I still don't know how that happened. The Bucs are starting to get their weapons healthy. The Falcons will now be without Patterson, one of their most dangerous weapons. The Bucs have lost two straight at home to the Packers and the Chiefs. They're not going to look past the Falcons. Atlanta is giving up 25 points per game and around 400 yards. The Falcons have a challenged offense facing a good defense in a bounce-back spot after having Kansas City do whatever they wanted against him. The Falcons have lost two tight games by one to New Orleans, four to the Rams, not this time. I think the Bucs win big on Sunday. If not, I will go roulette strategy and double up my units against the Falcons until they lose. And then the great fun fact that I just learned moments ago is Bill's not going to be at the game. He was at the Packer game. He was at the Chief game when the Bucs lost. He's not going to be there this week. This is a lock, folks. I don't say locks, but this feels like a lock without Bill there. I'm on Tampa minus the nine over Atlanta. 
And you know what's funny is that the last time Marcus Mariota faced the Bucks was what uh, for week one, 2015, the number one overall pick, Jameis Winston versus the number two overall pick, Marcus Mariota. And Marcus Mariota made the Bucks look like an idiot for picking him because he threw, I think he threw for five touchdown passes while Jameis threw for two and three interceptions. So hopefully you're right and the history is wrong. So that's, yeah, don't tell me that. I, I, I didn't need to hear that. That makes me not feel as good about my pick. No, I don't think, I don't think, I think your pick is strong. I think that's playable. I think that spreads playable up to 10 points. I don't think I would rather have a mad Tom Brady and a 10 point spread than Marcus Mariota. Just saying. I agree with you. Well, my next pick is going to go to uh, the desert Eagles and the Cardinals. I think I like the Eagles here, you know, being road favorites at a five point favorite. The Eagles are six and one in the road games um, against the spread the last seven games. And right now they're three and one against the spread this season. I think Jalen Hurts is having a an amazing season, an MVP season. He's shown that he's worked in the offseason to be a better quarterback. And with a couple of the injuries that they're suffering in Arizona, I still don't think uh, Cliff Kingsbury's offense is really NFL effective. I think you're going to see a close game, but I really think the Eagles come on late and they score an an extra touchdown and they're going to cover the five points. And they, uh, I just realized the Cardinals are 0 and 7 against the spread at home in their last seven games, too. So I like that fact, too. It's kind of chalky, but. I don't know. A lot of people are riding that Cardinals, you know, thing at home. I don't really agree with that, but that's just my opinion. Well, how do you feel about that game, AJ? Well, hey, it's time for a showdown, Bill. I disagree. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the Cardinals at home plus the five and a half. I said I had three home dogs in the card, and here it is another home dog with the Cardinals. Um, I look at it. The Eagles are a good football team. They're four and oh, they've outscored opponents by 44. Like you said, Hertz is playing well. You know, the Lions backdoored them in the first game of the year. Otherwise, they'd also yeah. be 4 0 against the spread. Uh, but the Eagles are a plus eight in the turnover differential. I always think that evens out a little bit. Arizona, maybe not the toughest competition in some of their games, but they do have the fifth best defense against the run, only giving up 87 yards a game. Eagles are running wild with 165 a game. Probably the thing that it scares me the most is the Cardinals are not getting to the quarterback. They only have four sacks this year. That's the fewest in the NFL. Hurts, we know, can do some damage. They can go deep. But the Eagles are not the 72 Dolphins. They have a big primetime game against the Cowboys on deck. Five and a half at home. That's a big number. I I don't think that's a number that the Eagles are going to cover back to back to back to back weeks. I'm taking the home dog. I'm going against you, Bill. It's our showdown. Well, the good news is that one of us is going to win or we're going to push. That's that's a good point. You know, somebody's going to be happy on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's going to be right. Right. Yep. So let me get to my next next pick. And I like, um, you know, it's a Sunday night game. It's Bengals at the Ravens. And I really have to pick the Ravens, you know, as a three point home favorite. I know the Bengals are the defending AFC champions, but I have to pick the Ravens here because I picked them in the preseason on their, you know, their, their win prop of over nine wins. I need, I think they start to, they need to start winning. They need to start winning convincingly too. And I think this Bengals team is kind of, they're back, but they're not quite back. I don't think they play really well on, um, what do you call it? On prime time. 
and the Ravens are nine and three against the spread after a loss in their last 12 games. And I think that motivation by Harbaugh, I think that kind of plays a factor here. And I like the Ravens at home to cover the three points. How do you feel about that game? Have you looked at that? I actually, it was one of the last games I eliminated and uh, I was trying to avoid home favorites, to be quite honest, because I already had the Buccaneers on my Mm -hmm. list and I was so absolute that I was not going to waver on the Buccaneers regardless of the number. Uh, So I cut the Ravens basically for that fact. If I were to bet that game, I'm a hundred percent with you on the Ravens. Uh, That number can even for me get to three and a half and I'm still playing the Ravens. Um, I I, I would not touch the Bengals in that spot in any situation or circumstance after what happened last week with the Ravens, the Ravens are to me, they've shown they're a very good football team. I, I love them this week. So I love that play actually with the Baltimore there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, So now my fifth pick, I went any money mo. That's how tough of a choice I had here in the five spot. I was leaning towards the Broncos minus the three. Once again, that would have been a home favorite. I had the Ravens in consideration at the minus three as a home favorite, but I'm going with a road dog and it's the Houston Texans. Um, So the Jaguars are playing good football, 24 point win against the Colts, 28 point win against the Chargers. Very impressive. They're probably the best team in the weak AFC South. Uh, They benefited from nine turnovers this year. That pace, of course, once again, isn't sustainable. The rush D gave up 210 yards and four TDs on the ground last week against the Eagles. Now Damian Pierce comes to town. He's been red hot over the last three weeks. The Texans have been flirting with the win. They let the Colts game slip away into a tie. They had a lead in the fourth quarter at Denver. They were tied going into the fourth quarter at Chicago. I know Chicago's not great, but they were tied there. They battled to get within three last week against the Chargers. This Texans team is hungry for a win. They can taste it. They've actually won four straight in Jacksonville. The Jaguars have made progress, but they're good enough to lay seven. I don't want to buy into that. Uh, I'll take the points and Lovey's team plus the seven. So that is like, my fifth and final game. I like that pick. I'd like Jacksonville to win out, right? But I like the Texans. I think the tech, Texans are a scrappy um, a scrappy team, and I love the, what Lovey's done with them. You know, I think they've yeah. these they're on the cusp of turning around, I think. Yeah, they're not getting blown out yet. They may late in the year, but right now they're playing hard. And, you know, no team wants to have a zero in front of their name. They have a tie, but they have no wins. They're they're fighting like mad for that. You know that. Yeah, Mills yeah, has watched... played better at quarterback than I expected. And I really like that Damian Pierce coming together. And I think they're going to be able to run the ball. We'll find yeah, out. And I though. think that they got some good leadership. You know, they got Brandon Cooks and they got Rex Burkhead. And they have some leadership along with the young team. You know, I think I think they're going to come along. I think it's like next year or two. They're going to be just right about there. I had a question for you about a certain game that I was curious about the Buffalo Pittsburgh game. Any opinions on that being a 14 point spread? I, I, I wouldn't touch. I won't touch that one with a 20 foot pole that gets in that range (laughs) where I just don't like. Um, Yeah. And you have young quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, 14 is a number I just won't play on either side. I won't play a plus 14. I won't play a minus 14. It's it's just one of those that just doesn't feel good to me. Yeah, I feel the same way. Any other thoughts on week five? Uh, I just look forward to some great football. I really do. I'm looking forward to some good, interesting matchups. It's still early in the season. You know, some teams still haven't found their identity. And 
I think it's going to be a fun week. I think this is a week where I bounce back. I really feel confident about these picks. I like it. I like it. So let's recap. We'll get to Bill's five in a moment, but I'll lead off. Once again, I have three home dogs on my card, one home favorite, and one road dog. I'm on the Washington Commanders, plus the two and a half against the Tennessee Titans. I'm on the Carolina Panthers, plus the six and a half over San Francisco. I broke the streak of us losing every single week on a Tampa Bay bet. For the first time in four bets on this podcast, we cashed a ticket on the Bucks. Bill's not going to be there this week. So I'm laying the hammer on Tampa That's Bay minus the nine over Atlanta. I'm on Arizona plus the five and a half heads up against Bill. And then I'm taking the Texans plus the seven against the Jaguars. Bill, recap your five again. Thursday night football. I have the Colts at the Broncos, the under 42. I have the Dolphins visiting the Jets and the Jets winning by three points, covering the three point spread. The Bears and the Vikings are going to go under the 44 points. The Eagles and Cardinals, now I'm going right up against Mr. AJ with a uh, the Eagles covering their five-and-a-half-point spread. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP candidate we, we think he is. And the Bengals and the Ravens, I have the Ravens as a home favorite of three points. I, like, um, I still like them to win over nine games this year. I'm still with you. I like that, too. And Bill, because you bet on the Jets, can you give me one J-T-E-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. There we go. Thank you, Bill. That's the way we need to wrap up a podcast. It was a pleasure to have you back this week, Bill. I missed you last week. I'm glad you're okay. And once again, we wish everyone in the Florida area after the hurricane the absolute best. That was some scary stuff. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.